And then Paint It Black, the drumming on this song is so good. All right. Yeah. All right. So Grant, he just casually says, yeah, so my dad went to the Rolling Stones concert. What year was that? That this was is like a huge claim to fame. 64, June 12th to 64. And it, the big the big issue that happened was was the original guy that owned, um, I can't remember the name of the auditorium, yeah. inside the oh. Excelsior Amusement Park, there was a okay. um, Big Reggie's Dance Land is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And he had originally charged like 4 to $6 for this concert, but in the past, his concerts at this auditorium were 50 cents to a dollar. Oh. So all these people had showed up to go down there for this concert. And they weren't going to pay the four dollars to eight dollars or six to eight dollars to get in. So to see this band they'd never really heard exactly. of. Exactly. So it started to rile up the fans a little bit, and a lot of the guys that were outside didn't pay. They waited outside and kind of partied outside. Eventually, because there was nobody going in, he dropped the price down to fifty cents. Oh, wow. let people in who had been inebriated, intoxicated, and angry as it was, and. Then you know what happened after that. They weren't really accepted. We do. Okay. Well, do you, you know the whole story? About, Not really. Why well, don't you tell you us? You gotta tell Julia. So they weren't, they weren't, um, they weren't the Beatles and everybody was kind of expecting the Beatles mm-hmm. and it didn't go very well with the fans and one person ended up throwing a beer bottle and, uh, oh. Ended up causing a little bit of a ruckus, and they were essentially booed off the stage. Yeah, they were kicked out of town. It was, and it, you know, a lot of people think it was the music, but I think, and my dad said it's probably because of how these kids were so mad that they couldn't get in, and they were just revolting against the cost. And like you said, though, people were expecting because remember the Beatles with their hair and their little boots and their jackets. All of a sudden, every band, the Hollies, Herman's Hermits, the British Invasion had started, and the Rolling Stones were the opposite of that. Yep. And so if they thought they were seeing, like, you know, British Invasion, a Beatlesque band, yeah. Rolling Stones were not that. Yeah, so the, the price was a shock. The band was a shock. There were some riled up people. And Isn't then, that where I can't get no satisfaction? Yeah, actually, yeah. that's the uh, the, the, line. the yeah, pharmacy Jimmy. right there in Excelsior, right next to the amusement park. The guy that in the he just passed away, I don't know, about 10 years ago or so. But the guy that ran, used to own that pharmacy always told the story. He came in looking for a Diet Coke, couldn't get one, and there's... I can't get yeah. no satisfaction. Yeah. Mr. I love he that. Even references that guy, Mr. Jimmy. Yes, Mr. Yes. Jimmy. That Mr. is Jimmy. him. Yep. Well, Grant, that is a very good story. Yeah, my dad. Yeah. yeah. I hope I have more, but that's probably one of my yeah. best. Just make up some other ones if you don't have <laughs> um, them. We're good with that. So, yeah. So, Charlie Watts, you know, the band's only drummer that they've ever had yes. in 50 years. Uh, he, uh, the BBC reported that he died this morning at Royal Marsden Hospital in London with his wife and his daughter um by his side he and his wife were married for 57 years they got married in 64 a year after the band started and charlie was treated for throat cancer in 2004 and he had an emergency medical procedure like in the beginning of august which then they said that he wouldn't be joining the stones on this latest tour so i mean it's just sadness wrapped in sadness here's paul mccartney he must have gotten the news and parked himself right in front of Twitter because he knew that Mick and Keith would not be doing anything like right. this. They've got to be absolutely gutted. So here's Paul McCartney. So sad to hear about Charlie Watts, the Stone Straw, dying. Um, he was a lovely guy, and um, I, I knew he was ill, but I didn't know uh, it was this ill. So uh, lots of love to his family. Um, his wife and kids and his extended family and uh, condolences to the Stones. This will be a huge blow to them because Charlie was a rock. Um, 
by a fantastic drummer, steady as a rock. Anyway, so love, love you, Charlie. I always loved you. Beautiful man, and great condolences and sympathies to his family. Mm. Oh, I know that is so sweet, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, I, I I just was thinking about. When he said that, it's got about the, you know, the rest of the band. Right. How sad they must be. Oh, I can't even imagine. I right. mean, this is a brother, right? Basically, after this many years, and uh, yeah, I guess he, you know, he went to art school before he graphic decided design. He graphic designs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then at night he played the drums with the local ba- bands, these jazz bands, and that's why. That's why he dressed so fancy because oh. jazz bands always wear suits. Yes. That's just kind of a signature look. It always You're, was. It's true. Yeah, and so he was always so proud of his suits and everything yeah. and dressing classy. Yeah, he um he was voted into uh the Modern Drummer Hall of Fame and he always sometimes he toured with his own jazz group called the Charlie Watts Quartet. Ten he had a couple different names and he never ever missed a tour, of course, and this was going to be the first tour. He wasn't he was going, going to, to with the Rolling Stones. Yeah, uh, and that tour is supposed to start on September 26th in St. Louis. I it's, still think it's going to happen. Yeah. Don't you? Uh, Julia, I mean, they were already planning on doing it without him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I don't know. I don't know what this Delta right? variant and uh, the unvaccinated people and how transmissible this is, like what that cocktail is going to look right. like. But it looks dire every time I... You know, look at anything. I'm just glad COVID didn't get Charlie. And he had, I guess he was not, you know, he he was really not out there. You know, he didn't. Well, remember they did that live stream concert last April and yeah. he was part of that. Yes, he was. When they were all in all the different locations yeah. and that was kind of a, a cool thing that yeah. they did. Oh. Yeah, it's got to just be heartbreaking to lose someone that you've, over 50 years they've been mm-hmm. together. That's that's beyond brothers. I know. You know what I mean? Ringo said this. God bless Charlie Watts. We're going to miss you, man. Peace and love to the family. Um, let's see. Joan Jett uh, said uh, he was the most elegant and dignified drummer in rock and roll. He played exactly what was needed. No more, lo- no less. He was one of a kind. Um, Lenny Kravitz, the beat of the stones. There are no words. Every groove speaks for itself. Oh. Um John Fogarty, I first saw the Rolling Stones in 1966 in the Bay Area and have been a fan ever since. Charlie was one of the greatest drummers and will be missed. Rest easy. I mean, I could cry reading all this stuff. It's all I wanted to do. I didn't I even know. want to do show prep or think about your birthday. I just wanted to do tributes to <laughs> Think about your damn Charlie. birthday. There's nothing to think about. It's he, just a day. No, Julia. I, I, I got you a good present. You Last did. year, we took presents off, off Grant. Because nice. Took the whole year. We were like, screw Christmas, you, 2020. <laughs> birthdays. Day. We really kind of did. We did. We were just yeah. like, we didn't feel Mm-mm. like there was anything worth celebrating. We just wanted Mm-mm. everything to get back to the way it was. We had no idea in a million years that we'd have a chance to get back the way it was and then there would be people that would hold their nose and pretend they didn't know what was going on. Okay, so here, here is the so deal. True. It's time for the Dirt Alert and we will... Not the Dirt not Alert, the dirt. Julia. It Why is do I always call... 
I, f- I feel like because I'm, you got uncomfortable because I this, made my vaccination yes, saying, comment, yeah. and that's why you did that. Exactly. She knows I me said, so well. I said it's it, like not you. Which direct you your sister. emails to me. All right. And I won't read them, so you might as well save oh, yourself five minutes. <laughs> right, we'll be right back. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Today is National Waffle Day. If you were looking to celebrate something and Will and Julia's birthday. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) People are really, there's a lot of Facebook and Twitter wishes. If you feel like looking at anything, Thanks. people are tweeting little memes. Thanks. A little happy birthday. Thanks. And I hope you get to spend more time with Julia, Julia. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's your birthday. All right, so Old Navy, this happened last week, I think. But um, they are going to be changing their sizes from women's clothes to make them more inclusive with um, body quality. How do you say that? Yeah, yeah body quality mm-hmm. launch. And it's gonna. it already launched like four days ago, but it will... Be the first retailer to offer zero to 30 and extra small to 4X for all women's sizes. So they saw an opportunity to make a meaningful change in women's shopping experiences. So that's going to be happening. So people don't have to go to other departments yeah. and all you know all of this other stuff. Just give all the sizing options. I love and it. Old Navy just has good, you know. Yes, they do. People like their mm-hmm. clothes, mm-hmm. their stuff. And it's good. It's at a good price point, I might yeah. add. Um, okay, so do you guys have a um, hard yes, t- no, <laughs> just say yes, just say yes. I really don't even want to talk right now, but I'm going to pretend I do. Okay, um, but this, this, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I mean, Grant and I can I give mean, a play by play of the drill, and I wonder if yeah. my my yeah. long haired rope man is out there. Oh, no, I saw that guy. What are we talking? What are you talking about right now? You know the oh, are people the digging? digger? The digger we're not is back hearing out there. the digger because we're they're removing the big tank. I feel like the tank is gone. Whatever, but that that pump is in motion. It if is. You know what I'm saying? I can't see because <laughs> I just look at you. I'm, okay, how lucky um, for you. The Wyzetta boys are calling and wishing me happy birthday. I want to say happy birthday back, boys. Thank you for your call. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so 25 percent of young adults. Um, think they work harder than the previous generations. Let me just tell you, a new poll of 17 and 18-year-olds think that they work harder than previous generations. And this group of people are just graduating from high school, taking all their tests for college, or landing jobs and paying bills. But I'm going to say something. I agree with them. I agree with them 100% because when we went to high school... Oh, my word. I didn't have to work nearly as hard as my children. No. Not even close. No. They've had Not to hustle harder and uh, earlier than any other I, group of yeah. kids, I so think. So I agree with you, kids. And, and everything costs only so much. Everything. I mean, we so used to be more. able to just buy an old used car for $500, plop, plop some insurance for $79 yeah. on it. And then move around, but a phone is a thousand bucks. The yeah. phone thing on them. I mean, it's so much more expensive for them. I, I agree. I am with the young adults on this one. I do think that they've had to work harder. I am too, and it makes me kind of sad. And, and just think about all the pressures just from social media alone oh. that we never had to deal with. You know, okay. like, yeah. oh, God. I'm going to share something with you. Okay. So it you was, insist. I am, because it's your birthday. Do yeah, what you do want, what girl. You want. There you go. It's my birthday. All right. So. At four o'clock this morning or around there, that's when the thunder and lightning really started where I live. Mm-hmm. And so I woke up and I'm just laying in bed and, and what is the sick feeling in my stomach? I don't know. 
I got to find a picture for Hannah to post for my birthday. Okay. <laughs> and I got to find a picture to post for my son and I on ours. Insta. Yeah. This is my thought, and I'm starting to have anxiety as I'm trying to go back to sleep. But how dumb is that? Right. So you talk about social media with the kids. Yeah. And they're on, you know, I did just. You, why did you feel pressure to put a picture of you and your son up on our Instagram because for to Lord give Julia? Us, because we need to keep doing stuff. We hadn't done anything in a week. Oh, God. And it. it was a perfect opportunity. Got it. So that pressure, the pressure yeah. to keep it going, to remind people we're still here. And remind, <laughs> and by the way, we advertise on it, too. So, I mean, it was that pressure. You know what I mean? Um, and it was just like this overwhelming, like, and that I'm, I'm 53, 58. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my new number. Um, and I think of these kids and what they have to go through and all that extra pressure to see how great life is for everybody. So I've been like, I get it. I get it. Um, do you think that you would be more comfortable telling your cat a secret than your friend? <laughs> yes, I 100% because your cat will never tell anybody or your dog. I just said that dumb thing out loud, but I really did have stress over that, which is sick. I mean, isn't that stupid? Here's my mom's thing about secrets, though. If you want to keep a secret a secret, don't, don't tell, tell anybody. Yeah. Not even your pet. Do you think your pet no, would you tell? No, you can tell your pet. If That's that why, but even even your significant other will sometimes slip. I thought yeah. I had some confidence in something with Lily recently, no, and no. she slipped up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and I'm no, like, come if, on. if a secret needs to be a secret, you don't tell anybody. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. Which is very difficult for most people to <laughs> yes. do. Yes. They but want it, to confide in at least one person. 100%. Now, you probably, as an adult, and if you have a good relationship with one or both of your parents, you could probably mm-hmm. tell them the secret, but be careful about what. Don't give them a secret that's a burden. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Like, mom, I'm having an affair. What should <laughs> yeah. I do? Right. Okay. Right. Don't no, put that no, burden please. on your mom or dad. Mom, I can't stand my sister. What should I do? No, well, they're used to that. Yeah, I know. They can but I, that but I do think my mom is great at it, keeping secrets. Yeah. I am for the most part, but 62% of pet owners said they'd tell, rather tell their pet. Of course. Then it's not just, going anywhere. I think this, this is, is a almost study. a study of Don. I almost gave it to you, Lori. But it belonged I, with me, I really, Julia. I'm going to give it to you, and you can use it later in our show. Uh, no, I'm not Do you think anyone's going to remember? I only fresh, duh. Okay, so <laughs> Grant, are you uh, a Starbucks person or Don Brothers or Caribou? It doesn't matter to me. I, I like Starbucks the best, personally. But do you like to go get the drinks? Not every day. I had one today, but no, it's probably like once every couple weeks because they're too expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not doing it. Lori and I don't do it. I we save do- my money for blowouts. We, she saves hers for blowouts, and I save mine for tennis court yeah. fees. But pumpkin lot spice lattes, which I don't think I've ever even had one, Wait. are starting tomorrow. Okay, this that's too early. I know, but here's the one that sounds good but to I, me. But I don't know why they just don't serve pumpkin year spice round. latte year round. Because, because I then love... they won't get the promotion for it. I know. Then They could would... just pretend it went off the menu in July. It's back. Yeah, it'll, then it will be like the morning shows. Because uh, what would they? Because they, they, every one of them will do a story on this. Oh, of course. But here's the one that sounded good to me. The Dutch apple cinnamon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they bring that out before? The apple crisp macchiato. No, I would have this. It's apple brown sugar flavors topped with caramelized apple drizzle made with apple puree. Yeah. That sounds good to me. It sounds real good. But I think pumpkin spice and gingerbread 
should be just year round. Year round. I flavors. would agree because yeah. they are a year round flavor because you like that coffee flavor. It's so good. I mean, I if you like pumpkin spice, why do, can you only get it in the fall? Why Who do we deny that? us? Yeah. Well, they've expanded the season outside in November well, because it was only Thanksgiving. Yeah. Now it's now it's August. Yeah. Well, I mean, just make it year round. I'll make it easy for you, Starbucks. Give up your. You know, morning show, little two-minute story that but you get every year. But they could make up something else about it. We're adding new pumpkin sprinkles that are going to be sugar-drenched pumpkin yeah. p- bites of cake. Right. We're okay. giving everyone a mini pumpkin with their right. thing to there support farmers <laughs> in the local communities. <laughs> little gourds. You're getting little gourds. Pumpkin little snowmen yeah. in January are all the rage. Get creative, Starbucks. Any, all right, Cruella, you know, the movie that we... Cruella. Cruella, Cruella's cousin, that we wanted to see. I read that yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Okay. Starting August 27th, I was hoping it was tonight. If you have Disney Plus, you can get it um, for free. Yeah. So if anyone has been wanting to see that. Again, Disney screwed that movie, too. <laughs> that movie. But Emma Stone is working on Cruella 2, so well, she's yeah. not going to sue. Yeah. That rhymed. Yeah. Cruella 2, so I'm not going to sue. But that's August 27th. Okay. Put it on your calendar, Lori. I know you're going to be so excited to watch that. I would love to watch it, but I'm not I'm not subscribing to Disney Plus. Fortunately, one of my kids has that. There you go. And That's finally, the beauty of it. The kid thing is paying off. All right. <laughs> we're we're gonna take a break and there is a new song in the top one hundred by someone who's been around for a long time thrilled. We'll be right back. Okay, let me tell you something about Beast of Burdens from the Some Girls album. Um you know that just that backbeat on the drums on that song is so cool. And in an interview Charlie Watts uh, gave to writer Chet Flippo, he told him he said rock swings with a heavy, heavy backbeat. It's supposed to be fun, and that's why I like it. It's dance music. Heavy backbeat is key with that, and that is like a perfect yes. example of a heavy backbeat on a song that just gives that yep. song. You're just like the flow. All of a sudden, you're just you can't. You're dancing, you know. Another, I like it, Laura. Another good song off that album is uh, no, that's off tattoo. Hang fire, hang fire. Love that song. But anyway, okay, time to what are we doing? Having well, we're talking music, Let's do Julia. So, Let's talk music. All right, we'll keep talking about music. So Elton John was very. Uh, he had a really, you know, just how much he loved Charlie Watts. What a great guy. He was so nice. Yes, and, yes, yes, yes. And and uh, Elton John has got some news himself today. He has his biggest hit in 21 years. Now, with this song, maybe other artists are going to do this because it's basically self-sampling. So Elton okay. John yeah. has a smash hit with Dua Lipa. The song is called cold heart and it comes from elton sampling himself so it's basically the producer took elton's single sacrifice smashed it up with rocket man which came out in 72 retitled the song cold heart from the sacrifice chorus elton sings from that song and dua lipa sings the refrain from Rocket Man. So okay, this sounds Elton cool. Wow. Sampling two of his own songs with the help of a producer getting this. another artisan. I mean, why it's didn't anyone think of this? And it's already at number 14 on iTunes. Billboard just it just came in at number 81 on the top 100. So it's blasting in. Here we go. 
this is opening the doors for a lot of ideas for people. The video is fantastic. It's, it's part so good. Cartoon part like you remember the old raisin. The yeah, California yeah, yes. raisins. Yes. It reminds me of the grapevine. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like part of the video's cartoon, the other part is claymation like California raisins. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, cool. It's already sold forty thousand uh copies in two weeks, including streaming, and like I said, uh billboard eighty one number eighty one, and it's just out. But yeah, it's uh whoever thought of this gets I think a big prize because legacy artists start digging through your catalog yes, no and kidding. look for uh um, Can we dig through our catalog of like old shows and then just like and just, just mash them up together? Mash them up together. <laughs> Where are those old shows? Well, we got some on podcast one for sure. Yeah, I don't know, Julie. That doesn't work with talking. Okay, I that would just give dead. people a headache. I know. Yeah, that would give people a All headache. Right, fine. Okay, here is <laughs> I've got two. It was just I'm just thinking out loud, and it was yeah. a bad thought bubble. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I shared it. Yeah, I am sorry too because <laughs> now we're all because Everyone's uncomfortable. They look in your faces. Yeah. I have to be nicer today, it's but I really don't want to. Right. I go. Okay. Well, let's just keep in the musical genre. All right, then. do it. So, uh, Paul Anka had a story to tell. Page six. How old is Paul Anka now? Jeez, I don't know, Julie. He's got to be in his late seventies, at least, maybe early eighties. He. Um, so. Oh God, I used to love that song, too. Diana. I I know you. Oh did. oh, Diana. Anyway, um, he first met Michael Jackson and his family. In the 70s. He's 80 years old. Okay. When they used to attend Paul Anka's shows in Las Vegas. Okay. And he told Page Six, I got close to them and Michael Jackson wanted to be on Paul's album called Walk a Fine Line in 1983. So they got together to work on a song because Michael was a fan of Paul Anka. And this is right when Thriller's coming out. Just to set the timeline for people, okay? He said, so we worked on a song. I sent the tapes to L.A. for him to meet me there so we could put the rest of the band on. Then they called me from there a couple days later and said, Michael Jackson took the tapes. Stole the tapes. And Anka said... Stole the tapes. Yeah, that Paul had... And Paul said he was told that Michael would not go and record the song. And... Paul Anka contacted his lawyers, who also happened to represent Michael Jackson. And I said, hey, guys, we've got a contract. You know, we're going to do a song together. It's going to be on my album. And they said, well, Paul, you know, he's got Thriller out and it's taking off. And he just doesn't want anything else out there. Blah, blah, blah. And oh, by the way, we can't find the contract. And I was like, oh, okay, boys, I say he was more important. You're getting sued. I'm out of it. I'm out of here. And Michael, you know, went on to sell a you know gazillion copies of Thriller. Right. And uh, Paul Anka, who knows what happened with that 1983 album, I'm going to say not much. Right. Because, you know. And in 2000, and that was the end of it, Paul Anka thought. And then in 2009, just before Michael Jackson died, he released the song, This Is It. Can you find this song? I know this is it. And the movie was named This Is It. Yes, which Paul Anka immediately recognizes the song they wrote together. I got a hold of the lawyers who were the same two lawyers who screwed me in the beginning. I said, hey, guys, that's my song with Michael. We have a problem here, boys. This ain't going to fly. You've got about two to three hours to fix this. Anka added that Michael Jackson had copied the tape and put it in a drawer 
And it was very simple. I said, I want half of everything or it's not coming out. And we got got what we wanted. Wow. And so they did know that that song was co-written by Paul Anka. And Paul Anka is a pretty good songwriter because he co-wrote Tom Jones's hit, She's a Lady. Having My Baby. The English lyrics to the Frank Sinatra classic, My Way. Yes. And the song that has earned him the most money over the years, the theme song for The Tonight Show. <gasps> da, 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 so, da, 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 da. Do you want the Michael version? Yes, this is, it? Yeah. this is it, so people know what it is. Um, the the, the, the yeah. documentary was, was called, called This, this is, is It. it. Right. Hmm. Anyway, he, he's got a new album coming out called Making Memories. He has a tour he hopes to go on October 22nd. He said, Paul Inka said, anybody who thinks I'm thinking of retiring, you know what I say to them? You already have. I've never lived like that. I left home at 15, got into the whole work ethic, got real lucky. I don't even know what it means not to work. I don't set my life by numbers. I don't feel my age unless I'm sick. When I'm not sick, I couldn't care less. I keep going forward. They throw dirt on you if you stand still. I'm in this for the long haul. I look at it five-year increments. I've got my health, and I do it. I love him. I love Paul Anka. And who knew all, look at all the good little things you just learned about him. Yes. And he's 80. And put your head on my shoulders. You're having my baby, Diana, lonely boy. Yeah. So many songs. I had no idea that he wrote other songs. He's so beautiful. He's Lebanese. Here he is featuring Michael Jackson in 2010, singing it. He is worth more than $100 million, Paul Anka. Because of his publishing royalties. Mm -hmm. Good for you. I know. That's a good story to tell as yes. you've got a new album coming out yes. and a tour coming up. Very good. That is a good... Because the headline sucked us in and it also sucked in the New York Post, page six. Well, I mean, he was... I I would be mad about that, too. You write a song of with somebody course. and then... Did you know there is a magazine called Wealthy Persons? That's where I found out that he's worth $100 million. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I'm going to see if Julia you're on start here, writing Grant. songs. Start writing <laughs> yeah. songs and finding people to sing them. Should we? Let's yeah. do it. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. We need to know, is this a feud for real or a PR stunt? Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right, people. All right, so if you thought, do you guys think that another round of Drake versus Kanye um is exhausting. Is is about publicity and attention sinking. One hundred percent. You yep. guys do. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So yesterday, Kanye released Drake's address in a Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, and then deleted it yeah, after just, Drake had yeah. like uh, basically called him washed up in a song. Yeah, this is these two. They do do this is all the, the time. Is the album going to re- album happen on the same day? The Drake and. Well, the I'll have, Donda? To, check. I'll have to check. Well, because well, right now we don't have we have an, a, a possible release date, but we don't but have. We've enough. had five. Yeah, he is such a. It, it's yeah. like me. They, these they two just, need to call uh, Ryan call Murphy truth. and have him do some uh, American Horror Story on, on their the on their story. I mean, because doesn't it go all the way back to Kiki? Yes, Kiki. Supposedly, do you Kim love me? Kardashian. Yeah, yes, it does. No, do you want me? No, I, I mentioned this to you guys earlier. The reason why I personally think that this thing is one hundred percent publicity is just like what Kanye West did with Fifty Cent back in two thousand seven. They were both releasing their sophomore <laughs> albums. Curtis was 50's big album, and he was saying it was going to blow out uh, Kanye's album, Graduation, out of the water. And they had this Twitter spewed where they were going back and forth and yelling at each other and, you know, doing similar stuff to this just to pump up sales. 
essentially is what it came down to in the end, that they really weren't in beef with each other. And um, 50 Cent's album ended up not even coming close to what T- Kanye's did. Kanye's graduation sold 957,000 units compared to 50's 691,000 units. But they say that this conversation that they had, this beef, this disagreement, completely boosted sales for both of them. So I, I am in the, I'm in the oh, it does. boat that this is... I mean, the one part that I think is a little outside the realm is releasing his address. That's that's a little, you know. I think so. That goes a little bit beyond but, but publicity. God, but Drake just posted a thing of himself laughing in a convertible, like it was like he thought it was the funniest thing that Kanye did. That then there you go. I mean, Drake's album was supposed to come out in January, Jeez. and it's not out yet. And Kanye's album was supposed to come out whatever three weeks yes. ago. Yeah, he's having pushing- another listening party tonight. They keep pushing it together. Keep right. adding. I don't know. I, I seriously think that they're not, they're probably not best friends, but I bet you they're both looking at each other like, hey, I did this 10 years or 13 years ago. Let's see what it does now. No. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We'll go along with that. Okay. So what does this mean? Um, uh, REM Beauty. And is I'm that, not talking the band. No, is that Ariana? Her new line of beauty. All, all of a sudden, what happened in Times Square were all these REM. R is spelled just like the band. I'm right. kind of surprised yeah, REM, the would band. Let them not, yeah, no just, kidding. You know, that, that's but not a not trademark R thing. But it's not R period, E period. It is. It is? It wow. is, Julia. That seems wrong. I, I'm really surprised that REM, the band, doesn't have a problem with this. But yes, R E R period, E period, M, capital letters, beauty billboards popped up all around Times Square um, today. And her best friend or one of her known best friends did the Insta things on this, but she sells an REM perfume at Ulta as well as perfumes called Thank You Next and God is a Woman. But this is, people are saying it's, you know, going to be like a whole line of, um, you know, venti sized beauty stuff. But I really, I really have more of a thing that I'm surprised she gets to use REM. No, I'm with you, Lori. Let's just, let's just keep it there. Yeah. Let's just keep it there. <laughs> and why REM? I, I, For Ariana? Is it like how Ariana? you sure Ariana? Ariana. I, I mean, I know REM, the band, did it. You know, I think it's rapid eye movement is why they did it. Yes. Why they, it was that way. I think so. I don't really know, though. But when you see REM, you know, it's the we acronym. We used to think REM. Yeah, REM. we learned about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Ariana, Ariana, the band is being nice to you if they're going to let you have that beauty name. I would say. Okay, Kelly Dodd has a new nickname for Heather Fancy Pants Dubrow. And this is Kelly Dodd from Orange County, Orange County which I never watched. Recently but I'm fired. Try. Recently oh, let go. She was the one who was blah, blah, blah and about everything. Okay. She yep. she was she became she was on the footsteps of Ramona Singer oh, and it. just yep, really yep, obnoxious. Yep. Okay. Anyway, the former Orange County housewife um, was on a show, and this is what she said about Heather Dubrow was on that show and left like in 2017, okay. and her husband Terry has got the show botched. Yes, they were in our studio. Yes, they were, and they were lovely. They Absolutely, were, they were hawking their products Absolutely. over at the shop Crap, NBC, NBC, whatever it's called. It's got another. It's name. got a name. Yeah, it starts with an E or an A. Uh huh. 
real and bad. most words in the alphabet have, have it, an, an e, e in or an a. So that's I remember really, that from random thoughts. The Hollywood speak on that yes. is, that's a good clue. Audience do yell at your radios the answer. Or Gallas, who yeah. can remember? Every anyway, so she, no, that's, she left in 2017, and I think personally she left the show because her kids were like, Elementary and junior high. That's a lot. And there's need four. To be, and then we oh saw her building gosh. the mansion. Her Harry's husband was the busy. He's doing his TV show. She says, Kelly Dodd says this. She's a pretentious biatch, but she used the meaner word. Okay. She got demoted. She didn't like it. Her ego got the best of her. So did she quit herself? Yeah, but she got demoted to a friend role. All right, there you go. She has nothing to talk about except housewives. Kelly Dodd. I would agree. Yeah. Um, like that they are going to go all. Of course, they were probably just talking about um, real housewives because she, Heather Dubrow, is coming back. She is coming back. Do you like that? As a friend. I do. I don't watch that. You watch that. I, I liked Heather. I liked seeing how an organized woman of four children who was a doctor's wife and had all these. I mean, I was kind of impressed with her. Even though, of course, she's got like help and stuff. Sure, but like how that. she managed the household. Yes, and I like looking at her life from afar and saying, "I'm glad that's not me." That's <laughs> <laughs> what I thought about it, you know. <clears throat> but it was fun. You would you would have liked it the year that she was building this house. Oh you know, yeah, I'm sure from that would have been scratch, fun. right? You know, and I can't even imagine how huge it was yeah so what do you want to say to her the the this podcaster asked kelly and she says to heather go bleep yourself go sue me sue me lawyer up lawyer up clean up my bank account let's see how that works out for you wow that just seems weird i know okay all right all right here's my last one for you people are mad at John Cleese and a couple other people. People are mad at famous people who call out businesses by name on Twitter and Instagram. Well, it's one thing that we've never done. No, no because we wouldn't do it. I would it. never it's, do that. Right? I would never bitch at a place because I didn't get a cup of coffee right away. Or a host hotel stay didn't go right. Who or cares? something with your, I mean. Why do you have to use your, your platform, celebrity. your celebrity to shame a and brand damage. and damage a brand? You're not that big of a deal. Yeah. Everybody have everybody has a bad experience. Yeah, John or Cleese shamed a, a Sheraton Gateway oh. Hotel at the Toronto airport. Oh, and- for crying out loud! It's the airport location. <laughs> Get over it! Come on, you know what I'm saying. I know they've spent all their money on that glass, so you don't hear the planes coming and going. They don't have any resources left. Uh, yeah, and in, in the tourism industry is an industry that's been damaged. damaged that's why we didn't suffering. like when Demi Lovato called out the oh, ice cream shop in the you valley. You can never call out businesses unless you're a critic and it's your job. Yeah, or that you're a just, regular blow Joe. Go ahead, but if you have celebrity attached to your you name, you can't. It's rude. Thank you. It's Julia. rude. I think so too. Do you think it's rude that um, one of Prince's, uh, let's see who it is that gave this, uh, I don't know if it might be his tour manager. Oh, I want you to tell me this story. We're out of time. The Lori, you can't tell me right now. Oh, we, we, we I feel like we you had need, this guy on. Are you, but Maybe not. All right. Tell me we, next, we can't when we come back. Weekend. And we're giving away tickets. Yes, we are. To um, James Taylor and his All-Star Band at Excel Center on um, November 29th. 
And we're going to do that next hour, and we're going to hear a James Taylor sob story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to ask you to vote for yourself. Oh. <laughs> you should win her. <laughs> you get a vote. Because we can't bet. And you get a vote. And, and you, you get don't a vote. get a vote. You get a vote. Stay with us. We'll be right back.